what's going on everybody and welcome 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 back to another edition another episode another installment of the opinionated brother podcast with your boy tyler pie guy episode 174 welcome welcome good morning good afternoon good evening to everybody that continues to listen to us we appreciate you we love you we thank you uh whether you're here in america from all 50 states we appreciate you um or you know what i'm saying you across the seas across the waters globally internationally we appreciate you for taking the time out of your busy schedule you feel what i'm saying taking the time out of your day to listen to me amen to that hallelujah <laughs> don't be looking at me like that babe <laughs> oh man listen uh, make sure that you are liking and subscribing uh, to the podcast on any platform that you listen to podcasts from we are available on all platforms uh, that may be um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn all of those um, major platforms and as my brother Darius says those little motherfuckers as well you feel what I'm saying we all want all of those you feel me uh, make sure that you are subscribing and becoming a Patreon you know become a part of the THC family just for $4 a month you understand what I'm saying you can get exclusive live video content you feel what I'm saying that's only exclusive for my Patreons and some and for our Facebook group as well um, so listen make sure that you uh, follow us on all social media platforms, especially on our Facebook page, Face uh, the Opinionated Brother Podcast, and um, like our page, and that's where we will exclusively put our video content on Patreon and there. Um, so listen, for four dollars a month, you feel me? You get exclusive uh, discounts on merch. You feel what I'm saying? Like um, our merch store has just got kind of reinvented, revamped, refurbished. You feel what I'm saying? So make sure that you go over there to our merch store, the THC store.spring.com all right that's the, that's the thc store.spring.com we'll have all the links um for you in the bio you feel what i'm saying what's going on everybody what's happening what's crackalacking what's shaking and baking up in this piece um not shaking but whatever happened to shake and bake bro now i know that was, that was far fucking left but whatever happened to shake and do do people still use shake and bake? Bro, I remember like I remember when shake and bake was life. Like I really remember when shake and bake was really life. You know? Like maybe maybe it was maybe it was just me. But shake and bake was the shit. I remember my mama would use I we we used to live on the east side of Detroit. Um and during that time I was like maybe about 12, like my 12, 13. You feel what I'm saying? Yo, shake and bake was in. I remember my mom shake and bake chicken, <laughs> right? Shake and bake pork chops. You feel? And don't, and listen, don't get to it. Them shake and bake pork chops. Woo. Boy, boy. Slap-tastic. Do you hear me? Now, I probably won't eat shake and bake now. I haven't, I haven't touched a shake and bake uh, 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 box, uh, uh, you know, the little, the little, um, what is that? The, uh, the bag. I ain't, I haven't touched that in years. You know what I'm saying? In years. So, but back then shake and bake was life, man. And if you don't know what shake and bake is, shake and bake is literally like, there's a cross between like cornmeal and flour. 
right? Like, with all the seasonings up in that bitch. Like, all you got to do is basically, like, if you are lazy and you don't just want to, like, you know, season your own flour or season your own, like, you know, like, breadcrumbs or cornmeal or something like that, like, Shake and Bake is essentially like that. You understand what I'm saying? So, yo, Shake and Bake, Shake and Bake was like, listen, we got a show. We always got a show. But we really have a show today. Um, we have things to get into. Uh, we're definitely going to get into our MVPs and our clowns of the week. Of course, we're going to talk. It's going to be like a heavy show, and you know, I got to bring some some heavy energy, like some 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 upbeat energy with this because, and I'm tired, right? I just we had a we uh, me and Bay were invited to a, a party. Yeah, shout out to Mina. Uh, you know, um, and it was it was a nice party, great party, and uh, I got <sighs> woo fucked up do you hear me <laughs> hey i got fucked didn't i okay see <laughs> i got listen i was lit like i had a bottle of um uh like jack tennessee honey in the, in the refrigerator that's been sitting in my refrigerator since february yes february since february like it's it's been too long right it was too too long and we was just like no you wait didn't you say since last year right since new year's y'all whoa since january that shit been sitting in my in my goddamn refrigerator and i finally drank the rest of it last night so then you know baby girl has an open bar oh don't say that to me don't say that to me. Did you say open bar with Hennessy and Jack? Oh my God. Listen. I was I was I wasn't through because <laughs> I could control my liquor, but I was I was drunk. And it and it felt good. You know one of them good drunks? Like you just you feel good. And if anybody try you, they getting smacked. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I was feeling good. Like, I had drunk strength ready. <laughs> I was, like, strength was ready. Like, I was, I was, I was, it was lit up in that bitch. You know, when niggas was, you know, trying to talk on the mic and everything and everybody, you know how you got to shut the room up, you know, because everybody just talking and drunk and everything like that. Like, the whole place is drunk, okay? Everybody drunk. Everybody had about four, four cups of whatever they have, shots of whatever, right? So everybody drunk, okay? And you know, uh the birthday girl is 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 on the mic and she trying to talk and everybody drunk. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, we can't we can't even hear what she trying to say because you know us drunk motherfuckers drunk as hell, but other drunk motherfuckers just trying to hear. So you know, my girl was like, yo, don't don't even do it. You feel like she was don't even because she because she was like I, I see you about to say something don't even say nothing and she wasn't as drunk as me she had about three drinks I had about eight <laughs> right she's like don't say nothing but you know me <laughs> I just can't listen and I and listen and you can say I had a little bit of liquid courage too now I'm gonna say something regardless right but 
the liquid courage already just it it, it infu- like I heard what Bay said, don't do it. But what came out was, don't do it. But you know they being loud. You understand what I'm saying? Do it if necessary. That's what I heard. Right? I heard do it if necessary. Right? So I had to do it when necessary. And I felt like that was a necessary moment to be like, excuse me. I literally like, excuse me. Uh, we need we we need the place a little quiet right now. We have somebody on the mic trying to talk. So can we have the place a little quiet? Thank you so much. And what everybody do? What everybody do, babe? Huh? Huh? They no. They ain't get loud again. They got loud. No, they didn't. They shut up. See, she don't. You supposed to. And I and I yelled again. And they and what they do? Shut up. Shit. They got loud again, and I got loud again, because the person on the mic is trying to talk. And drunk niggas can only police drunk niggas. You understand what I'm saying? Sober niggas can't. Soberness can't b- police a drunk man. You understand what I'm saying? Especially when you drunk past your point, right? Whether you feeling good or bad, you can't police it. So at that point, I'm just like, yo, yo, yo. She on the mic. Everybody chill. Relax yourselves. And we'll get back to the party after the mic. But respect. And everybody was like, all right, respect, respect. And that's what it is. It's about respect. I don't even know how we got there, but it was about respect. You feel what I'm saying? But it was a good night. Good night. Felt great. You know, I haven't felt like that in a long, long time. It was it was it was a great night. But um we got a lot of things to get into, of course. Uh well, like I said, we're gonna talk about our MVPs and our clown of the week. And then for our topic of the week, I recorded like it was kind of like a bonus episode content, you know what I'm saying, type of thing. But after listening back to it, it was yo, it was I loved every bit of uh, I loved every minute of that. You know what I'm saying? Listening to um myself just rant and go off for a minute, right? On me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And in that thing and 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 what I took from that whole ordeal or that whole like rant for me was that I I had to stop being lazy and just do it. Really, and that's what y'all gonna get in in that in uh in the in in the second half of the show is that you're gonna hear me really just talk. You understand what I'm saying? Like you know, a lot of us come on here and we just talk professional. Like most of the time, I just come on here and talk, right? And in this in this in this moment in the second half of the show, you're gonna hear me just talk, just 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 go. You feel me? So I'm excited for y'all to hear that because I was really, you know really just i was really proud of the growth that i seen in myself going forward um after listening and recording that so i hope you guys like that in the second half of the show let's get into it you feel me that's why y'all here so clown of the week npr okay npr national public radio now national public radio i have listened and dealt with national public radio um because they are heavily uh induced in grand rapids um most of their radio shows um and media go through um national uh public radio npr so the fact that npr 
and again, this is why I say I don't know if you have people of color. Okay, I don't know if you have black folks that aren't, you know, Oreo cookies. And if you get what I'm saying, okay, because I just don't understand how you can <laughs> how you can confuse Maria Taylor for another journalist because they're black women with I guess in your mind the same hair right how do you mix that up I just I just it was it was it was like NPR mixed up somebody's they mixed it up with another journalist right prominent journalist too and I believe she was another prominent sports journalist from I want I don't know NBC or ABC was one of them right and they look nothing alike they're the 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 thing about it was they probably have the same complexion if that right if that maria taylor is very caramel tone uh the owner journalist is is more on the lighter side right she's like one shade to maybe a shade and a half lighter than but again White people in those motherfucking corporations wouldn't know that because all y'all see is white and red. Okay. You're pale looking like twilight. When the sun come out, then when you stay out in the sun too long, you're looking, you're looking like a red hot sausage. Looking like a pinga. I said it. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> like shit is dumb. And that's why and it, and it and it's just not NPR. It's a lot of big corporations who 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 do this. Who just think like, "Oh my god, congratulations too." You that's not even the person. Did you even do the fucking research before you even No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You just was like, oh, that's her. And that wasn't even her. Get your fat. Yo, I hate when a lot of people sit here and want to dibby down and come at, you know, small media businesses sometimes when it comes to facts and shit like that. I'd be like, listen, we getting information from niggas who fabricate information all the fucking time. Fuck out of here. We trying to we trying to do with the information that we got. Fuck out of here, man. And NPR, you're a clown. You need some people up in your in your corporations. And a lot of people and a lot of organizations need this. You need black and brown people in your corporations when it comes to shit like this. I don't know if that's crisis control, crisis management, communication department, marketing department, media department. I don't know what department that is for you. Research department, media research department. I don't know what department that is for you, but you need to do a better job because as national public radio, NPR, as big as you are, you shouldn't be having fumbles and mistakes like that. That's just real talk. Because you are so prominent. Oh, but we can make. Mm. 
not not fumbles like that. That's a, that's a that's a fumble that you could have not even fumbled. You didn't even need to fumble that. You could have did your research to. You could have used Google. You could have Googled. Ain't nothing but a M A R I A Taylor. That's it. And speaking of, we're gonna get to her with this ESPN drama too. But our MVP of the week. Listen, man, Kanye been out here beasting. Ye has been out here beasting. Ye came out with the all red with this goddamn stocking cap over his face that looked like uh um what's them things women put on? Baby, what's them things? Huh, pantyhose. Yeah. Looked like he had a pantyhose over his face. I was like, what the hell he got pantyhose over his face for? Now everybody about to go put pantyhose over their faces. Lord have mercy. That shit going to be wild. But he's not getting MVP of the week because he's putting pantyhose over his faces. Right? He's getting MVP of the week because this nigga sold out a whole stadium. 70,000 plus for a fucking listening party. What? What? For you to listen to the album, you want to come to the listening party? Everybody's invited. (laughs) Okay? Nigga said everybody's invited. What's good? Come through. This nigga sold out 70,000 plus. It was like 71, right? And some change. Then, this nigga goes and has food right he has food oh shit Kanye has food now I asked everybody I asked I asked multiple folks when you go to a stadium right what are you paying for food especially if you want a great experience right so I'm asking people and they say like if you get like just some 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 normal chicken tenders and fries and a drink you know you're gonna pay 20 bones off the pot off 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 the cuff right 20 bones off the cuff Kanye's chicken tenders were six fifty dollars. Now, Kanye, the thing about it was, I'm like, I'm not paying that. And I wasn't there. The crazy thing about that is that Kanye literally probably had to have the stadium paying for that shit because nigga, you're hungry. Okay, you hungry as shit, big hungry, and you see this price list, $65 for assorted, assorted, uh, assorted snacks, right, gluten-free, vegan-free, uh, vegan-free, uh, ve- vegetarian, sorry, vegan, all that, salt and pepper, I'm not salt and pepper, uh, salt, uh kettle corn, Kettle popcorn, caramel corn, $35. I said, I'm not, I don't even, listen. I've never paid over over $5 for popcorn. What the hell do you think I'm about to pay $35? And again, I know he got some money out of that. So the fact that he had those prices and niggas was looking at him like, oh, let me, let me just, let me just get this real quick, bro. I got you. So shout out to Ye, man. He sold out this guy. I, Donda is out now. 
Uh, so y'all, y'all, y'all try, y'all see, y'all check that out. Let me know what that is. I'll check it out during the week. Shout out to you, Kanye. Um, all right, let's talk. Chico Bean. We gotta talk Chico Bean, man. Uh, Chico Bean went on 85 South. You feel what I'm saying? One of our favorite podcasts to listen to. Um, by three of our probably most favorite people we want to hear. You feel me? So this is definitely no shade to Chico Bean, but we definitely got to talk about what the hell he said. <laughs> um, Chico Bean said that he believes that um, uh, the crack epidemic hit black folks harder than slavery. Um, and I want him to explain what he means because i don't want i i you know you know how you just be like when it comes to shit like this niggas be like oh shit oh lord nah i just i just i just i just want him to you know say what you need to say say what you need to say Say what you need to say. Say what you need to say. Oh, ah, ah, ah. oh no! What's going on outside? What is happening? What is happening? Oh my gosh! That shit sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. Let's see what we can get out of here. Here we go, here we go. He about to explain it right now. Just never could get over the stench. Like, man, fuck you. So you said, he was basically saying, it smells like niggas. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Ain't it crazy though, we just survived all this racism. Technology racism. Nigga, we probably just survived more racism. Technological racism. our lives than the previous motherfuckers ever had. You know what? I'm, I'm glad you said that. I got a, a, a something that's that's considered to be a hot take, and I respect you brothers' minds on another level. So I'm gonna ask what y'all think about. Oh it. shit! I, Bro, don't start no shit. I ain't gonna start no shit. At least I don't think I am. You know what I mean? But I gotta ask because I gotta get the perspective of two niggas who think on the level that y'all think. And anybody can chime in at any point if you want. I personally believe. Oh shit! That crack cocaine did more damage to black people than slavery. And I'll tell you the reason, one of the reasons why. Because what took 400 years to do, crack did in 10. From 80, let's say 84 to 94. In 10 years, the damage that crack cocaine caused the, the black community, or the, just black people in general, all across America, was, you can never bounce back from. Is the crack era over? Yes, the era is over, but crack is, you know what I mean? That's why I personally believe that baking soda is the worst thing that ever happened to niggas, man. Because cocaine been around forever. 
Niggas been doing coke, niggas been doing drugs, but when they hit it with that arm and hammer, it turned into something that destroyed a community. Right. But what is in that, that was, shit? That wasn't meant to be that. With it, get corrosion well, he off, said when it was hit with that arm and hammer. Make cookies. Make cookies. But when you hit it with cookies. some, when you mix it with some cocaine, look cold water. water. And, and that explain the process. Boy, yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> for real. Yeah. My personal opinion, I think that some people disagree, some people agree, but I personally believe that that's the case because during that time of 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 you know the the, the oppression, which is still going on now, we had a commonality of knowing we are being oppressed. But when they dropped that dope off, we was like, nigga, every man for himself. I got ounces and half ounces all day long. Nigga didn't give a fuck about what happened to you no more. And this the crazy it, it part about the apples. This the crazy thing about crack, bro. As long as you stay around, I want to hear y'all. As long as you stay around some crack, your probability of smoking it goes up a hundred percent. Cause ninety percent of the niggas who was selling crack ended up on the shit. But I'm saying, but look at the young people. It's like if you saw, if you grew up with somebody that was on crack, these motherfuckers ain't fucking with crack. Huh? Now, that was um, Chico, Clayton, and uh, Carlos, 85 South Show. You know, shout out to them. You know, I'm an 85 percenter. We over here at the THC Network are 85 percenters, period. Um, but this was an interesting take, right? Um, me and Bay had a conversation about it. It was a great conversation. And I think I, uh, I, I told... But I was like, I don't necessarily agree, you know, with with what he's saying. I think slavery, um, our slavery, black people's slavery uh, is at the top. You understand what I'm saying? How we were brought over here, how we continuously um, have have faced, you know, continued slavery mentality elements um, throughout generations, right? Uh, you can equate that to literal slavery and then Jim Crow. And then we can go on and on and on laws that continuously to this day um, suppress us uh, to, you know, things that we couldn't get, right? Now, of course, we have made strides. We have made progress. Um, and and that's always thankful. Uh, I think we're we have to acknowledge that we're in a better we ha- we are better in this we have gotten better over generations and over time does that mean the fight is over no um because they're creating new ways new laws you know they're they're keeping old-fashioned ways and 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 old-fashioned norms just just putting a new form into it and bringing it changing it into a new type of feel for the new generation right and so um when i think about what baby come on when i think about um when i think about you know him saying that in 10 years and i was born in 94 right so i can't comment on that for real but watching docu buffs, watching my family, 
being in the hood that I was in growing up, everything like that. The thing, my personal take is that it, it, it's, it's definitely, as Clayton said, it's not apples to apples. It's definitely apples to oranges. However, if you want to put it, if you want to put our struggle in tears or in a list, slavery is number one, period. The crack epidemic, though, can definitely be a 1A, 1B type of situation. Because to his point, and I, this is where I agree with him, it took us out. <laughs> it took us out. It, 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 it took us out the game and changed, to his point, how we saw each other as brother and sister. You understand what I'm saying? Like, as he said, when we were, there was a time, and you can equate this to Tulsa, okay? You can equate this to having our Black Wall Streets, right? I'm just not saying Tulsa, but Black Wall Streets, because I believe during that time we had ours. You understand what I'm saying? We had ours. Did we have our problems within our own community? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Because we're still trying to figure shit out. Hell, we free. For real. Now we're trying to figure shit out after after being in, in bondage for fucking 200 years. So now we're trying to figure shit out. I believe back then my ancestors had theirs. And they understood a commonality like, yes, there's more that I have to do. But at the same token, we are being so oppressed that we have to stay together. You family, that's it. I don't even care if you're not even kin or blood. We blood. Okay? We have to stay together. You are my brother. I am your sister. Even you can equate that during the 40s, 50s, 60s. People, I, I walk around New York today, and there's still people who have that type of sense of togetherness mentality. It's still here. Right? I, I, I talked about this on... on um, on a black man win interview that I just did. Shout out to Wayne Train. Uh Ranger Wayne, you feel me? Like we talked about like yo, there's a sense of community that's coming back around here. You understand what I'm saying? And so during that time, I believe, you know, there was a sense of togetherness, a sense of we got to make sure we got to be good. Okay? And we're going to be good. Right? We got to be strong. But as to his point, when those drugs hit the market in like in our communities. And it still happens to this day. I see it. I see it. The divide, literally the divide. That happened. And the residue that the crack academic uh, academics epidemic left, it's still lingering, strong still. And when Carlos asks is the crack uh, crack epidemic over or the crack era over, that era, yes, I believe is over. But it's it's the residue and the because it's 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 deeper than this than just they dropped this shit in our. It's a watch snowfall. 
<laughs> it's a deeper level than just, you know, they dropping it and it's boom. Watch Snowfall. Because that's to me, that's a that's a great way to to to, to his point. Again, I'm not agreeing with that you know, he you know, his his thing of slavery was hit harder to for black people than crack. I believe he's saying that because that's that's what he's seen in his his time frame. Right? During that time, he probably seen a lot of shit. You understand what I'm saying? He probably seen a lot of people get I uh seen a lot of people get like fucked up. And I get it. In my generation, we seen the residue. And there's a lot of us who have people who have done crack or crackheads in our family. Most of us do. Like, let's not sit up here and act like we haven't been embarrassed. We haven't been ashamed. Okay? Because we have been. And so that residue still lingers over. Those who are on crack are not looked at as rehab, you know, they can't go to rehab. They're not rehab um, um, rehab um, um, worthy, right? So we leave them on the streets. You understand what I'm saying? Residue. You understand what I'm saying? So I get his point. We are still lingering. That residue is still lingering. And I'm in New York, right? I can, un- I like, I New York and L.A. for real were the, the, the two prominent cities where it hit the hardest. You feel me? And I see, we see it every day. And we see communities trying to bring it, bring themselves back to life. Because they understand, yo, that time period fucked up a lot. A lot of shit changed the changed a lot of cultures. Period. We got to acknowledge that. So I think there is some merit and definite truth to what he's saying. I do not agree that, you know, it was the hardest thing, you know, for slaves than slavery because they're you're, to take me away from my home because honestly, we wouldn't even be having any of these conversations. I don't think we would. I don't even think we'd be podcasting. I don't even know if. You took you didn't take me from my home and if my fellow African brothers and sisters didn't sell my ancestors. Cause let's keep it a bean. So that's where I'm at with that. Uh rest in peace to uh Frankie, um, Keisha Cole's mom. You feel what I'm saying? Um, if you know Keisha Cole, uh she's a singer, songwriter, um, and she had a show on BET. Um uh, and her mom was was she was like the first one of the first celebrity moms that you could really just love for real you understand what i'm saying and you know she had her battles she had her she had her struggles you understand what i'm saying but you 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 grown to love her right and so um she passed away at her party right she she was she was at her birthday party her 60th or 61st birthday party and she passed away from a um, from a drug overdose. Um, I know that that is that's hard. I know her Keisha, Frankie. Um, I mean, I'm I'm sorry, Nephi. You know, all of them over there. Um, sending my love and condolences to you. Um, 
she went out with a bang. No, for real. Like, listen. Because that's, that's a weird way to go. But, I mean, if I got to go, let me go. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm my last night. Even though she didn't even know that was going to be her last night. She went, yo, she's living. And and to me, she don't gotta suffer. She can party now. Period. She ain't she ain't even gotta. She don't she don't have to worry about nothing around this shit no more. Here's the thing, bro. And this is going to our next topic. I've been seeing a lot of my friends, associates, people that are from high school, college. A lot of us in and in my age range and in my generation, we are losing our OGs so fast, man. Like. I just and and I don't even just equate that with COVID last year. Just this year alone, in in like the last month to like two weeks to a month alone, I've seen so many posts, including myself, about aunts, uncles, grandmothers, grandfathers passing away. Right, and I'm like, oh my god, ah, it's just been a lot of death for real like so much death and i'm like oh jesus you are taking them you're taking them you're taking them you're taking us you're taking them quick you know and i was talking to my mom and she was just like it's just a sign that we growing up that you growing up right that you're growing up you're not a you, and and they remind us that we're not you know kids or babies anymore but it's like when you just going through life and you just, you know, sometimes you just want to sit down and just process everything. You just sit there and you're like, oh, my God. Like life is happening and it's and it's and it's happening so fast that sometimes you 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 can't. Right. So rest in peace to Frankie. Rest in peace to all that have lost um loved ones in this in this time frame because it's, it's, it's been a lot of death happening um just just sending love and light and and condolences uh to you um so yeah uh where are we at let's talk um uh, let's talk espn drama with maria taylor so um since now the nba finals is over we can now talk about this shit i wanted to talk about it uh but the nba finals are over now so uh rachel richards or i don't i don't i don't know her name the white girl who does the the nba inside the jump and all of those shows uh she basically was you know has been on the hot seat because she excuse me burping made some comments about maria taylor and uh and she is now in hot water she was she's been in hot water and um what the crazy thing about it is none of her um espn compadres or cohorts have uh, said anything about it um which is interesting to me and i'm sitting here like hmm I'm not gonna say she downplayed what uh Mo- or downplayed Maria's talents, but she really kind of did disrespect 
Maria in the sense where you're saying like if you want to bring her on because you you gotta have some type of diversity up in your you know uh, up in your um, your business then that's on you don't don't snatch from my plate though my thing is sis right we all just trying to eat here and if you're a woman i'm not a woman but i love women you feel what i'm saying um and i believe there needs to be support amongst women for real right we'll get men we got a long way but women i believe there could be some 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 hashing out of some differences between you guys so when it comes to this it's like yo y'all are in a male-dominated place where they're not looking at y'all as you know they're not looking at y'all as like yo let's 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 get him you know let's let's do this you know what i'm saying let's let's um let's work together like you're not saying like let's work together you're you're trying to it, it would have sounded like to me was a demeaning right and, may, and and maybe shit maybe we do need to you know put our ass in the hot seat for real because you're not supposed to demean anybody like that especially if you said in the, in the clip that you've been discriminated against against this place anyway but it's okay it's okay it's okay because maria left maria left right after the nba finals right after she did her work she went left she went bye-bye and espn is blundering a lot of this shit you lucky you still got Stephen a you look you lose Stephen a smith that's done and you lucky you got him under contract too, for real. Cause I feel I really believe Stephen A. Smith want to leave. That's real shit. Not even gonna hold you on that. I feel like Jalen Rose is about to get up out the door. I mean, Paul Pierce is out the door. A lot of black people who have voices who know they can carry their own weight without the weight of ESPN are leaving. Let me just be really, really frank. A lot of these non-black non-brown non-poc commentators on espn if you're not um greeny or uh i I dare say max kellerman you know um and i'm talking espn right because the commentators on fox sports i fuck with them kind of a little bit heavier than i do with espn the only person i listen to on espn for real is scott van pelt not non non brown, non black, right? Scott Van Pelt, Greeny, and um, Max. That's it. Anybody else is very unentertaining, and that's just for me, right? Now there could be a lot of more black and brown people who say the same thing because you let. Um, oh, and my man's from uh uh um. Uh, my man's from pti you feel me that's it that's it those the four there anybody else is done and once the man go from pti once he retire it's like yo greeny gonna be there you know max gonna be there and and scott van pelt i know i i watch scott van pelt every every night at 11 you feel me so it's just like you there's a lot more just I believe Rachel could have could have handled that better. And to um her and LeBron's agent who was talking to her, 
Uh, you're trash. Just want to let you know. You're trash, too. Yeah. Big trash. Uh, all right. Let's get into Dr. Dre. <laughs> Dr. Drizzy, man. Listen. Now, we talked about Dr. Dre and his wife a couple way, way back in the Dizzy. I was about to say a couple months ago. Nah, we talked about y'all way back. Um, about how they were getting the divorce, right? And she wanted a two milli. Okay, two milli a month, right? In 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 spousal support. Okay. And she broke the list down and yada yada. And we and we looked at that list and we said, Oh, hell to the no. Why are you damn near a million dollars in entertainment fees? What are you entertaining? Huh? What is she entertaining? Because I don't fucking get it. <laughs> so, we get here, right? Dr. Dre, divorce is here. Divorce is final. Dr. Dre is ordered not to pay two milli, but 300K a month in spousal support. Now, terms. One term, basically. And this is the only term that matters, Right? Um, out of all the terms that was in her 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 agreement, I believe they released some. The only term that matters is that she will receive two hundred ninety one, two hundred ninety seven or two hundred ninety one thousand dollars every month, right? Almost three hundred k every month. If she does not, if she continues to stay single and does not remarry, or until she becomes uh legally married to somebody else or has another spouse period so literally she's not getting married for at least a couple more years you understand what i'm saying she's about to milk that she's getting 3.5 million dollars a year a year people okay 3.5 million a year and probably whatever assets and alimony that he paying on the side. Man's is getting it out here. She is getting the bag. 3.5 million, million a year. So let's just say for the sake of for the sake of shit. Right. 3.5 times. Where, where's my calculator? I need my calculator. Let's say we do it 3.5 times 5, right? She don't date nobody for five years. That's $17.5 million in her bank account. Now, after taxes, all of that shit, you know, yada, yada, yada. Whew. Listen. Dr. Dre. And all the niggas sitting there, man, this is why I don't sit here. Bro, ain't nobody trying to take you for your broke-ass check. You work at Dollar General, dog. Chill out. <laughs> like, 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 bro, relax, okay? You, you not even. That's rich people problems. We basic, we, we, we regular folk, nigga. Shut up, <laughs> man. This, this exactly why. Exactly why what? Exactly why what? Shit. It's consequences when you cheat on your, when you cheat on the person that held you down. Okay, when you do wrong, consequences happen. Now, listen, I don't agree with spousal support sometimes. I like, listen, I don't agree with 
men or women paying their man or their woman's spouse support. Like I don't, I, I don't agree with that. But I mean, if you fuck up in the relationship, okay, if you have fucked up, these are your consequences. And I need people to understand that. I know probably Dr. Drake understand that, but the people that don't, that's making like a thousand dollars every two weeks in their check, like chill out, or maybe like five, chill out. You not even in the tier to be having this conversation and to be saying like, man, that's what I'm talking about. Talking about what? Again, nobody told your stupid ass trip club. Nobody told you to sit here and do all the things that you wanted to do. And now you're on child support. See, my thing is, I don't think women are as difficult as men say, right? Trust me. I, I've, I know some women and I know some difficult ass ones, too. But I don't think they're as difficult as you say. Like, I just think men don't want to do that shit. And just because they just want to be, we just want to, we want to be dominant. I'm a man. We, I understand. I've seen it. Like, niggas want to be dominant. They just want to sit there and control everything. Like, woman be, give you a clear out plan. Yo, if you make sure you come to the crib on Saturdays and Sundays to see your son or your daughter, you won't have to be put on child support. Cool. Bro, she give you something like that and you can't even do it? Then you get mad when she put your dumb ass on child support. She gave you a plan. She worked around your schedule. Do you want to sit there and get pissed? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. But, you know, 300K, man. Hey, rich people problems. Uh, All right. Before we before we get to the second half of the show, let's talk about this Texas Senate bill. Um, because this has been a hot topic as well. So Texas passed a bill, this racist ass fucking state, taste, uh, uh, passed a bill that it will not, for one, one will not teach anything MLK in the schools, period. Okay. Then two will no longer teach that the KKK were morally wrong. Texas you're trash big fucking trash talking about the fucking (laughs) the kkk weren't morally wrong okay it just it it (laughs) it's funny because a lot of the politicians that are sitting in those seats saying that shit are a part of the fucking KKK. Keep it a bean. Keep it in a hundred. You know that. I know that. Making laws and shit like. Not you trying to rewrite history. <laughs> not you trying to sit here and say. Oh what we did back then was not wrong. Like there are pictures. Of you motherfuckers. Like do y'all. Do white people sit back and think. There are pictures of us being jackasses killing other black folks pictures the mo- the the most prominent picture that is etched in my head and will forever be etched in my brain i remember seeing this picture for the first time in college right because they didn't teach us they didn't teach us black history for real in in in, in middle school high school all that shit okay 
Let's keep it. Let's keep it a whole being. They ain't. They ain't really go that far. I've always said they always. They always talk about the big three or the big four of um of Black history. That's Martin, Malcolm, Rosa, right? Right. You can throw Harriet in there too, and that's why I mean big four. That's the dream team of the of of Black History Month that has been that has been a culture for like since Black History Month was. I'm glad over the past few years that we have embraced our Black History Month a lot better. But keeping it a bean, every time we celebrate Black History Month, we go back to just, you know, regular, regular, regular. And so when I think about this, when I look at this, I look at Texas and I'm like, you're a piece of shit. I'm not. I, I, I've thought about going down and actually living in Texas, but I don't want to live in Texas now because what you're not going to do is not. You're, 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 none of you are teaching my kids none of you none of you black or white i don't give a fuck none of you because what y'all won't do is ta- no and let some other states run this shit like y'all y'all are <laughs> y'all are bl- y'all are being blatant blatantly disrespectful now and the fact that a lot of us are just letting this shit just breeze on through is just so just interesting to me. I think homeschool, I think people need to stop looking at home, start start looking into homeschooling and stop being lazy in that department. I know a lot of you don't have probably an education pass. You feel what I'm saying? And some you're scared of that. Right? But that don't, homeschooling doesn't necessarily mean that you have to teach them. You can get you a private teacher. Okay, I think homeschooling needs to be a a a new thing because I remember homeschooling wasn't even a yo niggas wasn't even trying to do homeschool, and now niggas have done homeschool for the whole year and shit like that, and half half of the people don't want to go back to school, and I get it. One, I'm like, homeschooling should have been a thing. I don't think it should have been Zoom calls, but I really believe people should have been coming to the house like they were back in the day. You know, they weren't as prominent, right? But I really believe homeschooling should be a thing. Bring you a teacher in there who is very versatile, very intelligent in he or she's field and bring them in. Who's certified by the state, whichever state, and bring them in, just not Texas, because we ain't fucking with Texas. Talking about the KKK weren't morally wrong. Fuck you, Texas. Fuck you. Because that's a bunch of bullshit. Bullshit. You a racist-ass fucking state. And anybody in Texas that want to tell me wrong, that it, it, anybody that want to at me in Texas... That's do it. I I'ma have time. Because your people did that shit. Okay? Yo folks. Yo niggas. So expect me to not be living in Texas. Cause y'all wanna pass a bill that, oh, the KKK were more alone. We won't teach that in our classes. Slap the shit out of y'all, man. That's just no ass shit, man fucking politicians all right y'all um we'll be back and then what you will hear is the sound of my voice again um just going in you feel what i'm saying so we'll be back this is the opinion brother podcast which boy uh tie the pie guy episode 174 and we will be back in about five
I really could have been doing this shit all along. Making videos, right? Like, I've seen so many people blow the fuck past me because I was lazy as fuck about doing what I needed to be doing all along. Like, let's, like, 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 let me keep it a bean with y'all. Let me keep it a bean with myself, first of all. <laughs> right? And that's why I had to really keep it a bean with was myself. Okay? We think about, I think about, like, 2019 and 2018. And let's not get it twisted. I did YouTube. I did Facebook. And, yes, I like shit to be audio. But as a podcaster, somebody who is true to form in that, I did not move with the culture. Now, you can equate that. I can equate that to me not wanting to go everybody's way, me doing it my way and everything like that. But when I have people who really supporting me and shit like that saying yo you know you should look into youtube and everything like that i'm like yo i had a youtube page that shit didn't work i got into youtube you know not getting the views and shit like that like when you're not seeing the views that you want when you're not seeing the shit that you want right not the shit that you're here for longevity for and i had to understand that to re-understand that because when i pray for my company i pray for fucking longevity I didn't pray to just sit here and and, and and be popping off of one hit and then, you know, make it. No, 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 no. I pray for longevity. You understand what I'm saying? I pray for a legacy. And I can't have a legacy just off of one hit. I'm sorry. That ain't going to pay the bills. You feel me? That ain't going to leave uh, 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 for me. That's not going to leave a generation of wealth. And not just and, and not just finances either for me and mine, you know, when I'm going up to the upper room. And I put in this was the first week I put in like real new elevation work. Because since I've been at a new level. I have just been on some bullshit. Let's keep it. Let's keep it a hundred. I've been on bullshit. Like, yeah, the podcast is still good, but internally, not really doing what I need to do to get where I need to go. And the thing is, when you know what you need to do, and you still don't want to do it, now you just now you just being disobedient. And that's what the fuck I was doing. I was being disobedient. Literally, literally, hearing in the back of my hearing that voice in the back of my head, or God, whatever you want to say, I'ma say God, but that little voice in the back of my head talking about you need to do this. But I don't want to. Right? And again, you can equate that to me figuring shit out here in in New York and you know getting adjusted and you know life happening you know then going into my aunt passage you can you can equate that to a lot of shit over the past you know uh 10 months that i've been here but for me and this may sound like 
I'm beating myself up, <laughs> right? But at the same time, as a creative, right, I really look at myself like you got to grind extra harder than anybody fucking else. Here's why. Because honestly, honestly, with everybody in my corner, with everybody supporting me, with everybody supporting me, I know, right? I've heard, I've seen, they've said it to me. Thanks. You understand what I'm saying? That my shit would never. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, that's cute. I've heard it all. You feel me? Then you seeing those same people. And I'm going to keep it a hundred. I'm going to keep it a whole hundred. You see those same people. Blowing past your monkey ass. With these, with some of the dumbest ass businesses. And you're like, what the fuck did I do? Right? Super pissed. Super upset. Not focusing on what I needed to do. And again, <clears throat> you can say, Ty, you beating yourself up too much, bro. But at the same time, I know how I am and I know what I did. And I didn't put in the work that I needed to put in the work, right? That needed to be put in. I didn't. I didn't put it in. And so now... You can kind of say I'm playing catch-up, but it ain't even catch-up for real. Because during during the times that I wasn't, you know, really uh, <clears throat> being on the video tip, that was, that was really when I understood a lot of my superpowers, right, in media. You understand what I'm saying? Because as an observer, you learn. You can learn from observing. Even the basics. And here's the thing. I'm a great-ass talker. That is my shit. I can talk you up and down, debate you up and down, and still be cool with you after, after, and go get a drink. You feel me? I can do this. Is, this, is my, this is what I love to do. I started off singing. That's what it is. You feel me? So I, I, I knew I could. This is it. But when I but when I got into a little bit of photography, a little bit of videos, a little bit of this, a little bit of editing and all that shit, I downplayed myself because I thought I couldn't do that shit. And I'm looking at so many people be experts in their fields of photography, editing videos, videography, all of that shit in media in different spaces. And I sat and I sat there and got super fucking small. And honestly, for no reason, because why would I sit here and compare myself to you? You're doing photography and being a beast at it. 
I'm doing podcasting and being a beast at it. Not to say you can't be a podcaster and it's not to say I can't be a photographer and not to say we both can't be good at it, but understanding your levels. And when I got to that level of understanding or understanding, yo, okay, you know what? I ain't got to be a beast at this shit, but you know how to do this shit and kind of at a little bit of a higher level than basic. I remember literally saying to my girl during during the time of the stimulus checks, right? During the time of the stimulus checks, I remember saying to my girl, let me, let me, let me run your social media for a minute, right? Because I wanted to test my ability because it was something always in me. And and this was like around March, you know what I'm saying? Kind of when the stimulus checks was hitting, you know, February, March, kind of like January, you know, January to about March, those, those type of times. During that time, she, she has a, a business, um, in which she makes handcrafted, um, and, uh, homemade, uh, you know, clothing wear. So she crochets and she's beastie at it. Like, she can beast out a fucking swimsuit in 30 minutes. And I'm not even, I'm, I'm, I'm not even trying to be funny. I've seen it happen. Like, she's beasted out. Oh, and this is with no distraction. You put her in a room with just crochet and say beast out a whole, um, a tank top in 30 minutes. She will beast out a tank top in 30 minutes for you. You show her the pattern. You show her what she needs to do. And I, t- I, I, I guarantee you, she will beast it out. So, literally, I asked her, like, let me run your social media. Because I wanted to see if in the pit of my stomach was right. That I could do what I said I could do. Right? Edit videos. Make content. You feel what I'm saying? And... When I found out that I could do it, and not only do it, but do it well, right? I'm not saying be as perfect as all these motherfuckers out here, because there's a lot of y'all that can, can that be beasting this shit. But when I knew I could just be good at it, right? Just be good. I'm like, oh shit. And let me tell you, she got some orders from that shit, okay? From June to March, I want to say she made... Uh, off the stimmy pigs and off of some of her crochet um, swimsuits so far she's she's made about she's made about almost a grand right and these are just seasonal things right this is not like you know every month she make it no these are just seasonal things right I, I believe we we she sold about like five stimmy pigs and like one or two swimsuits during that time and I'm like oh wow and the comments great content great content right and I'm like oh I can do this and it's not to say I haven't done it not to say I didn't try because here's the thing you can go to all my Instagrams Right? A peonated brother, RB and Chill, Fonte's World, Black Men Win, 
And you can see, especially with the Opinionated Brother, because that was the first podcast, you can see how I've elevated and changed my content over time. I've had to elevate. So it's, so for me, it's nothing more than just, okay, you got to do better. And again, you can say I'm beating myself up about it, you know, going about it kind of like, bro, you've been doing what you need to do. And I appreciate y'all. But as a creative, I knew that I could go a step further and give y'all better and make sure that I'm covering all my bases, even if I get tired. Right. Like it just it just couldn't be because you guys have been super supportive. I just can't sit here and not give you what you guys have been asking for. Because a lot of you have been asking for video content. And so I wanted to make sure that if I'm creating a network, not just not just creating podcasts, but creating a network for my podcast, that this is going to be a network YouTube channel. And that's what I did, right? We created a, the TAC network. So now you can get clips of every podcast, right? And now I'm going to do it for every episode. I have it to where now I can you know, record my episodes via phone and do it off my phone. Like things that make it easier for me to bring that content to you guys and not make it so stressful on me because I'm not going to lie. The way that people, I still, I still don't like editing. Editing is not my shit, but I edit in my own way. I make it easy for me. You understand what I'm saying? And I make it fun and, 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 and not too hard for my ass. You understand what I'm saying? Because I'm not the biggest videographer. I'm not the the, the, the the best editor. You understand what I'm saying? But, hey, listen. I can throw a picture up in there, too. You feel what I'm saying? I can condense, you know, the time and, you know, put audio in and put pictures. In. Like, I, I know how to do the basic to kind of intermediate stuff. And I had to understand that about myself. Right? Like, I had, like, I'm using the apps that li- it was just common sense that I wasn't using and that's what it is common sense that I wasn't fucking using I had to understand that you know I, 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 I really I really had to to, 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 to to bring that to a an understanding a clear understanding right because yeah man you know when you are when you're when you're when you're going so hard and sometimes when you when you when you when you're just not at your best or you're not even listening you're not even comprehending what god is trying to tell you you get lost and so it was just like okay bro get your ass back on the good foot Right, you can do more. Make it work for you. That's it. And shout out to Ariana, Jordan, Ari, love you. Literally said like, what will be for you will be for you. What's for you is for you. Go check out her uh, her YouTube channel. You feel me? But she said that, and I was like, "Yo, that's that's so true." Stress is a lot, and sometimes we overstress. I know I do. 
For no reason. But I know this week was just a changer. This like this this week was just a changer. And and I just was sitting up here on my roof just thinking like I really went hard this week and I'm so proud of myself, man. So, 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 so proud of myself. That we went so hard and I can and I pray. And I believe and have faith that we will continue this energy and elevate this energy. Because we stand at this energy. We're not going back. This is this is the energy that we're staying at and elevating. Period. You feel what I'm saying? I love this energy. We're going to keep this energy, elevate this energy. And I love it, man. I love it. Thank y'all for coming to this bonus episode. I didn't even I just wanted to record. I just felt like, you know, listen, I'm a I'm a podcaster. Everything gets recorded. I've been bearing my I, I I've been bearing my soul. No key to the world since like 20 well like 2015, 2016. So this is this is nothing new. So alright y'all, peace out. Love.